some point, we have all heard the phrases, man up, be a man, suck it up, you're a guy. As a guy, you must dot, dot, dot. So what exactly does it mean to be a man in 2022? Where should we as men even begin to navigate this crazy journey called life? My co-star today is going to help me figure it out. He is a crazy, talented singer, songwriter, musician, and just all-around gifted guy with tons to offer. I'm so grateful to be sharing the mic today with none other than Vikas Bortman. First of all, welcome to the show and a massive congrats on your label with Sony Music. I definitely want to dive into that, but first I want to ask you, who is Vikas? Like it, Josh. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's an honor. And um, yeah, very excited to join you today. So, who is Vickers Bortman? Mm. was born in a small town called Mpangeni on the north coast in KZN. And um, it's a, a lot of people don't know where Mpangeni is, yeah. but I'll just say it's close to Richards Bay. And <laughs> that's yeah. close to Durban. And if you don't know where that is, I can't <laughs> help you. <laughs> so, yeah, was born there and uh, lived there for 18 years, matriculated, and then after matric, um, I was actually going to go study mm. TV and radio presenting. I was mm. always into that stuff. And, um, but about two weeks before, before I should have gone to Durban to start my studies, uh, deposits paid and everything. I was like, I told my parents, listen, I actually love the singing thing. I've been doing it for a while. Mm. I've been doing shows in high school since I was 14. And, um, I was just like, I just want to give it a shot, you know? Mm. And, I recorded a few few tracks, original tracks, like in my bedroom. On uh, you remember those mics that we used to have for Skype? You put it over your head, yes. and you have this little earpiece <laughs> and this mic. And I recorded demos on that thing. Wow. I put it on the table and played my guitar into yeah. it, and uh, put that on a CD. And I came up to Pretoria, not know I've never been here. Yeah. You know, I yeah. don't know anyone here. And uh, I went to all of the the record labels and stuff that I could find mm. on on google mm. and uh i got someone to drive me around and i just dropped off all these cds at all these studios you know sure. and see if something happens and i uh, did a whole day of that and uh, the last place i actually stopped at we drove away and it was about 15 minutes mm. and the guys phoned me and they sure. said we actually listened to but it was a small label at that yeah, stage yeah. so they were like eager to hear new yes. stuff they said we listen to your songs uh, we want to we wanna give you a recording contract. Wow. Can you move to Pretoria in like the next two weeks and we can start wow. recording? I was like, what? <laughs> so I had to pack up all my bags. Um, I was like, okay, cool. I'm not going to go study anymore. Yeah. I'm going to follow the dream. Yeah. And uh, I moved to Pretoria with absolutely nothing. Sure. Um, didn't even have a bed or nothing. I had a small polo yeah. and everything I owned fit into the polo wow. and um, came here and uh, slept on a blow up matches for the first six months mm. um, until someone actually said, dude, you can't do that. I've got an extra bed. And it was one of those hectic, heavy army beds, yes. like those single, <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy with this thin mattress. So I slept on that for like a year. Wow. So I started out with nothing. Wow. And, uh, and I went to the studio, we started recording on my first album that actually came out in 2011. Mm. And, um, I started doing shows and sure. I remember making like my first, I remember it so well. I think it was in 2011. I was still 18 years old and uh, I did my first paying show mm. and someone paid me a grand wow. to play at, uh, at a race actually in Pretoria. Mm. I can't remember the occasion, but, uh, I got home and I made my first grand and I took the money and I threw it into the <laughs> air and I was like, I'm rich. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> felt, <made it. laughs> felt so good. And, yeah. uh, at that stage, uh, 
not a lot of responsibilities and stuff. Yes. Obviously, I just got yeah. out of high school and stuff. Yes. So a grand for me was a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, so obviously, sure. um, had such a such a good time. Um, next day, I was at Hatfield Square. Mm. The day after that, no money left. You know? <laughs> but I mean, and and from there, it just I just started um, hustling mm. and doing more shows and um, taking what I could get. You know, yeah. um, some shows didn't even pay a thousand rand at that yeah. stage. But I just kept going and uh, built myself up. So I had the first album that came out. Uh, did some, some, made some music videos, did some TV stuff, radio stuff. Kind of started getting out there, and then um, that contract ended with that label, and I was independent again. And then I just uh, started doing my own thing, but focusing on just making a living, yes. hustling, doing shows, and waiting for that big break. Yes. And ten years later, mm. from that, from when I started in Pretoria, I did the hustling thing for 10 years. And mm. finally, someone actually um, took note yeah. and they were like, okay, maybe we should give this guy a chance. And I'm almost 30 years old now. Oh. But I mean, if it wasn't for the 10 years 100%. of experience I built up, I wouldn't have been here. So actually in, in the midst of COVID, I got a recording contract with Amazing. Sony and them. And Amazing. it's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where we are now. I brought, out, brought out our first single in, yeah. in uh, 2021. Okay. I think October, it's doing pretty well. Yeah. And uh, we're working on the next one. It's uh, awesome. dropping next month. Epic. Fit. So Epic. it's going well. Insane. Yeah. Now going back, you mentioned you had a plan to study, but you decided to chase your passion rather. Yeah. And there's a massive lesson there. But before I get there, we're speaking about kind of masculinity and what it means to be a man. Your dad, what did he say to you? What was the sense that you got from him when you told him, I don't, I'm not going to study anymore. I'm going to chase music. Yeah. So we did have a chat about that at the yeah. dinner table. Um, my dad and my mom was very, they were very scared because um, they always, they, they love watching um, all these like documentary type stuff, like on CakeNet and, yeah. and so on, like about the African celebrities and whatever. They love all those shows. And mm -hmm. they, they told me, Vickers, We've seen these people struggling. Musicians yeah. struggle. Yeah. <laughs> we know. And uh, sometimes you have good months and sometimes you have bad months. And that's, it's not, they were also like, you know, it's, it's, um, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. So it was all up to me at the end. Yes. Um, they were so supportive. Awesome. I just told them, listen, I'm going to make this happen. Yes. And um, I would love to go study one day, but for now, I yeah. don't want to have a plan B. Yeah. I have my plan A yeah. and that's it. I'm going to chase it. 100%. And they were like, we believe in you. You can do it. Epic. And I'm, I must tell you that there's been rough months. Yeah. There's been yeah. rough years. Yeah. And, but still my parents were so supportive. Mm. And uh, yeah, so, so at the end of the day, I think if my dad told me like, there's no way you're going to go study, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll figure it out. And you're just going to just go study something. Obviously they would have loved for me to, to, um, go study something that I'm also passionate about. If sure. I said, yes, I really want to become a doctor, you know, mm -hmm. at one stage in my life, I wanted to, and mm -hmm. we all wanted to become farmers yes. in life. So, yes. and you get passionate about that. But I think they realized that there's the passion they see in me when I, I talk about music mm -hmm. and singing, they were just like, there's no way he's going to love anything else. Amazing. Let him do this and we'll yeah. support him. And yeah. So for me, like that's epic because they could see your passion kind of overflowing and they back that yeah. right for me i have a i don't want to say a slightly different story because my parents will always support me but i went from high school to being kind of pushed into the law field mm -hmm. and i started studying law two and a half years in 
three, no, six months away from finishing my BCom law degree, like I was getting depressed and I just wasn't happy. I knew that that wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. And my mom, I originally sat down with her and I said, mom, like, I don't know what to do. Like dad in my head wouldn't understand. Obviously he did in his own way and whatever, but I sat down with her and I said, I need to stop doing this. I need to go into fitness and actually do what I want to do. And she was like, well, this is a conversation we need to have. <laughs> Obviously she will always back me and will always have my best interests at heart. But the point I'm making is if you don't, like I could have carried on and I could have probably been at a really good law firm right now with my life mapped out until the damn 60 and then I retire and you yes, know what I'm saying? Yes. But the, the lesson is don't do something that you're not going to, or that you're not passionate about one that's making you unhappy too. Um, find your passion, chase that, even if you don't get the support. Like we were both fortunate enough that we did get the support yeah. from our parents. Like, yes, it took some convincing and there's, we needed to provide the, the proof that this could work out, yeah. right? And a lot of that comes from passion. A lot of that comes from like your conviction to do it and your hard work. Um, but for me, like my whole life growing through school, I, I'd do something, I'd commit to something and then I'd give it up. Yeah. Like I went through flipping paintball, horse riding, tennis, like everything that you could think of. So in my parents' eyes, they must've been like, well, oh, this is just another fad that this dude's <laughs> going through, you know, yeah. but through hard work kind of proved them otherwise. Um, but now I want to chat to you kind of, you mentioned the bad times and like our parents growing up or our dads at least, they'd go through high school, they'd get, they'd have to do army time, yeah, right? A year or two or whatever. And then the thing was you go study and you provide for your family. Yes. That's what a man did back then, yes. right? Now, the times we're living in are a little different. It's, I wanna say similar vibe, but the blueprint's different, yes. right? There's so much more opportunity to do your own thing, but then there's also so much influence to this is how a man needs to behave and like men can't do this and men need to be the breadwinners. And how do we balance kind of going through that when, for example, during COVID, you mentioned you didn't have much work going on. You needed to figure out a new way to present your music to the world. How did that affect you? I want to say as a man, like what, what went through your head with that? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think let's start with what you were saying about, the, the the blueprint <clears throat> yeah like it, it's always been like that that i think and i think women one of the the first things women look for in a man is kind of security mm. because that's how they were brought up um mm. i remember in my past dating life that yeah. the dads would always be like oh, you you can't be dating this guy he's a musician yeah. he can't provide security that was yeah. the main thing yeah. like there's no security in yeah. his job and stuff and that obviously made me feel a little shit yeah. because um, I'm like, I feel like I, I can do it. Yes. And I have this passion and desire to, yes. to make it happen. And um, I'm doing pretty well for myself yeah. right now. Yeah. And um, I, I just want to be better. I'm going to be better. And, and that's, that's a big thing is, is feeling like, and then it goes to your head. You're like, okay, so what if I don't, I don't have that aspect, which is one of the most important you know, um, it's not really about the looks or, yeah. or the, the, the money or whatever. It's, it's about security. Yeah. Knowing that your man can provide for mm. you, you know, for, mm. for, for most goals. So mm. 
So that's been a bit hectic. And then, um, but everything's been going well. And I've been um, building myself up. Like I said, I did my first few gigs for like 500 bucks or a thousand bucks and, and uh, build myself up from there. And then I was in a really, really good spot just before COVID. And um, I had one of my best months. Um, I think I did about 32 shows. Sure. In December, sure. Just before COVID, <clears throat> in a you know, in yeah, thirty days. Yeah, yeah. So it was a great month. Um, I was busy, and people were were all the bookings were coming in for my shows, and I didn't have to go out and look for them and hustle anymore. Yeah. Um, because it was just all coming my way, and yeah. so it went really well. And then all of a sudden, COVID hit, mm. and um, <laughs> it was a bit crazy. At least I had uh, I had a lot of savings yeah. saved up from the December and the January, and um. Then I went through that and I got to a point where my savings uh, was just running out and um, there was nothing left. So I had to to find some other ways to cover my expenses and stuff. And um, I saw what all the other musicians were doing is uh, they would go live on Facebook and do a show and then they would would ask for tips, you know. Um, And that that was a hard thing to do because now you have to drop your pride. There's no pride and it, it feels like you know standing standing on the street with your guitar yeah. and and playing and and kind of begging people just yeah. to to hoist something in your hat basically online um, busking it's online busking yeah. and and busking is cool I, I love busking in the in the right um setup like i don't know sometimes you're at a at a wherever at, for instance on city or you're at a carnival or something and there's just buskers all around doing their thing or if you're in london you know by the subways yeah. it's like yeah. it's actually a, like a day job yeah. it's so cool i would love to go busk there mm. but now i'm here online telling people listen um i have absolutely no money mm. and um, and it's kind of like you you're at that point where you you don't want to say um anything tips will be appreciated and like you feel like you want to tell them guys i, I need donations yeah. i need money yeah. so give me your money yeah. please because yeah. I, and you feel like a beggar yes um so that was that was quite quite weird to to get to that that plaque to be like um yeah i'm just um in this position where pride is not a thing anymore yeah you're not the 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 guy making all this money from doing shows and you're not this hot shot mm. singer anymore you know you're just like you're kind of at the bottom again mm. and that was pretty hard mm. but then um I just kind of did it in a way that that made me feel like, you know what? I, I, I told the people, okay, cool. I'm just going to sing to you guys. Yeah. And um, you're more than welcome to leave a tip if you like it. Mm. So it's the same as playing a show. Yeah. You're maybe actually getting paid and someone just walks up to you and they're like, you know what? I, I love what you're doing. Here's a yeah. hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what, what I started doing. And, and then that actually went very well with people kind of, it's almost like admission to a show. Yeah. By showing appreciation, yes. so yes. so so that's what turned it around to, uh, for me to see it in that way. Mm. That I'm actually providing a service. Mm. These people are sitting in their homes, like locked up. Mm. They can't go anywhere. Mm. Now they have a free show where they usually would have paid for that show, yeah. but they don't have to. Yeah. But if they want to show appreciation, they can give something. Yeah. So so that was that was cool, and I did that for a while, mm. and then uh, at one stage, um, the show started opening up again. Mm. Um, I actually started doing shows in when we went down to a, a lower level of lockdown or whatever, and um, they still couldn't couldn't do alcohol at restaurants and mm. stuff. So it was it was very weird. Yeah. Um, but I started doing shows, and I remember the place that I played at 
for the first time in half a year, they said they can't actually pay me Mm -hmm. because they're not making money because they can't sell booze. Um, but what they can do is they can give me a thousand rand worth of, of food. Nice. Um, and I was like, I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty cool. So, because, because obviously in lockdown, when they can operate as a a restaurant, they started doing these frozen food, like the, the restaurant uh, favorites Mm. that they would freeze. And then, uh, you can buy it like online and they'll come deliver it and stuff. So I'll get like, um, lasagna mm. and meatballs and sometimes <laughs> oxtail yeah. like this a, a kilogram of oxtail it was amazing <laughs> yeah. so i was like please give me all of the shows you yeah. don't have to pay me just yeah. give me your food yeah. and then 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 we started up like that again and then uh and then there was another lockdown and then i was like okay cool but people people realized okay he's doing shows again so they thought he's getting money again yeah. he's okay now yeah so uh why do we have to still tip him and sure. give him donations and stuff sure. so that got hard yeah. so i couldn't yeah. do the the playing playing um online for donations anymore so i had to think of something else so um i actually started making malt tarts mm. <laughs> such a such a funny story and um uh, I thought, let me just bake one or two and see how it goes. Yeah. And then the first day I got like 10 orders yeah. because I actually promoted it on my Facebook live while I was singing. Amazing. I was like, guys, I'm going to try to make milk tarts. <laughs> yeah. Maybe someone wants to buy one and try it out and tell me what you think. And yeah. someone bought 10, gave it to all the friends and all those people were like, these are good milk tarts. We want mm. more. And then I, it started becoming like a thing. So every morning at six, I would wake up. Yeah. And I would just hustle and bake like 20 to 30 more yeah. tarts a day. Yeah. And that covered all my expenses. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I went through this really weird phase. And then as soon as the gig started again, there was a one point where we had like two or three months yeah. um, that we weren't locked down. And um, we could have booze at restaurants again and everything. And the shows actually started picking up. And mm-hmm. people were so less to get out and have shows again. So yeah. I remember, I think it was in august september in and uh 2020 mm. where uh i almost had 20 to 25 shows it was so, one of my best months ever yeah and uh, because people were so hungry for yes. live music yes so things really really started picking up amazing and um now that's now now we're getting to the point that's yeah. when uh that, it was in that stage where i i met my girlfriend mm. um also kind of through the whole, she saw me on the online yeah. shows things. She actually ordered multi-tarts wow. from me and uh, then she came to watch a show mm. and we just clicked. Awesome. And and everything was going so well. And I was like, man, my life is just perfect right now. Um, I'm really making good money. Yeah. Met the girl in my dreams. Yeah. And then um, all of a sudden came another lockdown mm. and that one hit me the hardest mm. because I was just on top of the world yeah. and um, I was, I was really earning a decent salary. Yeah. I was, I got that, that pride back again. Mm. I was like, I feel like I'm doing so well now. Mm. And now I found this perfect girl that I can just treat and I can buy the world and I can yeah. do everything for her. Yeah. And uh, my life is set. Yeah. And then that, that one lockdown came the one December and it hit me so hard and everything closed down yeah. and there was mix. Mm-hmm. And um, I obviously stopped with the whole Mozart baking yeah. thing for like months because yeah. I was so busy doing shows. Yeah. So I was totally out of it. I didn't even know where, where all my, my baking stuff was. It was in storage and um, I didn't promote it anymore. So people stopped buying and yeah. uh, obviously the online shows didn't do anything anymore. So here I am 
with nothing. So I went from, from, from being at this weird place, this weird journey through lockdown yeah. to going to better than I was yeah. and I was on top of the world yeah. to nothing. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think that's, that's kind of where at the part where uh, this whole conversation is actually going to yes. is, yeah, um, it was, okay, let me start. So I met, met this girl. Yeah. Her name's Michaela, by the way. She's amazing. I love her to bits. Um, so we met when everything was kind of still going well with me. And, um, and then things were still a bit, uh, things were getting a bit weird closer to December, just before that first lockdown. And I had all these shows secure for the next year. Mm. And then all those got canceled sure. and I had to pay back deposits and sure. stuff because no one, even the restaurants and stuff, they were, they were struggling. Yeah. So it was just crazy. And then at that stage, um, I've known, I've known Michaela for two, three months at that stage. Yeah. And she was like, actually two months. And she was like, um, listen, I know you can't afford your rent anymore. Yeah. Um, maybe, you know what, maybe you should just move in with me. And sure. I was like, what? Like, yeah. I, I just met you. Yeah. And, um, basically I'm, um, I have nothing right now yeah. and you're letting me move in yeah. with you. And it was the weirdest thing to me, like putting all my stuff in storage, yeah. all the stuff that makes me feel like I'm, I, you know, I've got my own blackie, yeah. I've got all of these things yeah. and now I've got nothing. Yeah. And I'm actually like this kind of guest moving into yes. this new girlfriend. Yes. We've been dating for like a month yes. house and, um, I'm like, okay, cool. Um, I don't really have a choice right now. Yeah. So the, the pride thing gone again, yeah, nothing. Uh, I was like, nothing, no way. And then, uh, I still had a few gigs and stuff. And then that December came and the lockdown hit and it just, it, it, it got really, really crazy. So mm -hmm. I was sitting with no income mm -hmm. whatsoever. And, um, Michaela was just like, and she believed in me so much. And she was like, I know this boy is going to make it big yeah. one of these days. Yeah but we just need to get through this COVID thing yeah. and I'm going to stand by him and yeah. I'm going to support him. And as soon as this COVID thing is clogged, mm. we're going to, he's just going to go fly. to the next, next level. Yeah. And, uh, and I couldn't see that in me yes. at that stage because yes. I was so down and so man shattered at that yeah. stage. So, but she was always like, it's, it's going to be okay. Yeah. We, we can do this. And then what happened at that stage is obviously I couldn't contribute to anything really. Mm. And, so I have this girlfriend that I've been dating for a month or two and here she is covering sure. expenses, yeah. buying groceries. Yeah. And, um, when I couldn't, I, once in a while I had like a multi-art order or something happened here or there. And I, I had a little bit of money that I could yeah. pay towards, um, like my medical aid or maybe yeah. a little bit towards my car, but at some, some months, um, she actually covered my expenses. Yeah. And man, <laughs> hits you hard. It hits you hard yeah. for, for a man. Yes. Um, that was, that was quite terrible. Yes. And, um, the, the stuff that I went through, I mean, there, there were, there were nights when she would go to bed and I would just go and sit in the kitchen and I would just, I don't know. I, I was just so depressed yeah. and I, I wouldn't talk about it yeah. to her, but because how do you, exactly. how do you talk about it? How do you tell her Leicester? Um, I don't. I don't, I don't like not feeling like a man. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And as a guy, you have to have your emotions under control. Exactly. You can't you be can't. vulnerable. No, you can't. You can't show weakness. And, 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 and I mean, you've, crap. And I mean, you've been dating this girl for two months. Yeah. And now 
you just want to start crying yeah. and being like, well, I'm, I'm next. I feel like crap. Yeah. I, I don't want to wake up in the morning. Like it, it's just, you feel so nihilistic and everything is just, it's gone to shit, but yeah. you can't really talk about it. Yeah. Actually, you can, but you think and that you, you can't. Should, but yeah, yeah, you should, yeah. but you think because that's yeah. that's not the norm. That's not how. That's not that's not what a man is, you know. Yeah. Like, so so yeah, I had to go through that myself. I'm up until um, a, a point where I actually got the courage mm. to to talk to her mm. and tell her, like, listen, it's it's really hard on me, and it's um, and, and and the thing is, it, it spreads out to all the other factors of your life yes. um, because it, it just spills over. Mm. So now I'm feeling like crap. So I'm not optimistic anymore. Yeah. I just want to sit on the couch. I just want to watch TV or I just want to, you know, I don't, and then, you know, you should be thinking of new ways to, to do something else and yeah. start hustling. But you're so caught up in this thing, like, and you think like, I'm not, I'm not worth it. Yeah. I'm not good enough. Yeah. And, um, and then actually she just, when I had, had a chat with her, she was just like, um, she was like, it's, it's okay. It's yeah. fine. And like, why do you feel so stupid about yourself if there's no way that you can control this? Exactly. It's not, it's not in your control yeah. right now. All I need, to, she told me, all I need you to do is try. Mm. And I think that changed yeah. everything. Yeah. She, she just said that one word is try. Yeah. Not just sit back mm. and, um, and wait for stuff mm. to happen. Yeah. And um, she said, all I need you to do is try. Mm. And I was like, okay, mm. I'm going to try. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know where to start. But you're going to do something. But I'm going to do something. Yeah. And from there, just a quick story about the whole try thing. is um, We had this little conversation. While there was nothing happening with gigs, or I don't still, no income, nothing. Yeah. But I had the song that I recorded that I wanted to get out there. Mm. And I was just like, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm doing it independently, but yeah. I don't really have the resources or anything. Sure. But but in the back of my mind, all I heard is, baby, all I need you to do is try. Mm. Just try. Mm. And I thought, I'm going to try everything. Yeah. So I contacted a few people and uh, I got a PR company that said that they'll help me out and um, got a little bit of money together to, to, to pay the PR mentor. And just tell them, okay, here's the song. Mm. How can we, let's try yeah. to make the song into something. And yeah. uh, we went through a bit of a process and these guys helped me. And uh, and that song uh, went on to some radio stations. Mm. And so this is actually the amazing story about it. Um, the, the same PR company actually organized for me to be on Jacaranda FM Amazing. for Friday Live, the one awesome. And I've never, you've know, I've <laughs> never had the chance to do that. And yeah. it was such a big thing for me. Um, and I got onto Jacaranda and I, I played a song and I had an interview and that's where the guys from Sony saw me. Sure. So if it wasn't for me having that conversation with my girlfriend, yes. telling being her, this is being vulnerable uh, with tears in my eyes, yeah. telling her, like, I don't know. I think it was actually at that point, like, I don't know if this thing is going to work because I just don't feel, I feel like you are the, the dominant one now. Yeah. You're providing for yeah. us and I'm nothing. I'm right here. And, and man, it was, it was a hectic conversation yeah. to have. But then, and when she told me, all I need you to do is try, mm. got me to the point where Sony saw me and I flew down to Cape Town mm. and I signed a contract. Mm. And we're, we're, yes, so so <laughs> it just it just goes to show. So what if I shut up about everything yeah. and I never had the conversation with her, yeah. and I just kept on feeling like I felt, and 
sit sit back and waited for things to happen yeah. because now because obviously when you when you nihilistic like that you just feel like the whole world's against mm. me and um there's nothing i can do mm. and you just go sit and sulk about it mm. and um yeah so <laughs> that kind of changed everything for yeah. me so yeah and i think my takeaway from that man or not like whether you're a guy or a girl you should try to surround yourself with people that a you can elevate and that b can elevate you right and you are fortunate enough to have michaela in your circle mm. but for someone who isn't again whether you're a guy or a girl draw close to people and start figuring out your team that can push you forward yeah. and when things are going well for you that you can push them forward yeah right it's teamwork exactly. um i also went through a similar thing with vix where like my first job at a CrossFit box was paying a thousand five hundred rand a month. Mm. Like I had to pay my parents five, I think it was about five grand rent, which I couldn't do. Mm. Like, and as a guy, like I had now told my parents, I'm going into this fitness thing. Like law's yeah. not for me, watch me. And I mean, like, I felt like a failure. I felt like, well, what the hell did I do? This isn't going to work out. <laughs> like my male role model, who was my dad, yeah. like I had watched him provide for us tirelessly mm. and i'm like i can't do that now like i've got a girlfriend at that stage vex who was in matric writing yeah. programs for her peers earning more than me mm. an 18 year old earning more than a 23 year old like that hits you so hard and you feel like so much less of a man mm. when all it is is money yeah like money's gonna come and go but your character in my opinion is what defines you as a man or a woman like Yes. your character to be courageous to be vulnerable and have those hard conversations and ask for help yeah there is you're no <laughs> less of a man asking for help yeah like if anything that shows your courage that shows your vulnerability that shows your desire to be better than where you currently are yeah right and that's my takeaway from that like if it wasn't for Michaela there would have been someone else that you would have drawn close to and been vulnerable with or within yourself you would have found that strength yeah right like that's your character that's what i see when i look and when i chat to you is you don't give up mm. like you're flipping hard working um obviously you got knocked down mm -hmm. but you picked yourself back up you sold multi-tots <laughs> like that takes a lot of courage to be like i'm actually a really good musician mm. like i know i'm good at what i do like yeah. i was on top of the world a couple months ago now like I need to figure this thing out, right? Like, and that's admirable. Not a lot of people have the the strength of character and the depth of character to do that. Yeah. And that's my takeaway from that. Like, guys, work on your character because your character is what turns you into the man that you want to be. Yeah. Right. If you had a, an abusive father growing up or whatever, you learn what not to do as a man. Yeah. Like in my case, I had an awesome dad that provided for me endlessly. That provided opportunities that a lot of other people didn't get yeah um and that taught me what like his version of a man does mm. right and i can take that and add that to myself and be a better man yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah like take experiences take what you learn from other people whether it's good or bad and add that or take that out of your life do you know yeah. what i'm saying and that's pretty cool like so thanks for sharing that story yeah. um and just again being vulnerable for everyone because i guarantee you there are people listening who are going through the exact same thing as us mm. who like the world is positioned now for women to thrive yeah like obviously opportunities are equal 
because everything's online now. Like there's no reason why anyone can't be successful and make a lot of money if that's your version of success. Exactly. But women are doing extremely well in the world now. Yeah. Like, and it is hard being a man when all you're focused on is financials. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a high chance that most women are out earning their partners. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's just the financial aspects of the relationship. And that's what I want to move to now. What in your relationship is your responsibility as a man, I want to say. As Vickers, what do you feel like as a man, I need to provide this for my girlfriend or this for my household or like, what is my role in this? Yeah. Very interesting question. Um, because so, so obviously a few months ago, um, I was at a, at a, at a stage where I was obviously earning nothing mm. and she was earning some money and she was actually growing her business. So, mm. so when we met, when we met, I told you I was on top of the world. I was doing really, really well yeah. financially um, just before COVID hit me hard. Yeah. And um, she was, she was actually, I think I was, I was earning more mm. actually, at that stage. Mm. And then she, she took her business online. She was mm. very proactive in, uh, in COVID. Yeah. Um, and she took her business online and uh, she started building her business, mm. but hustling. Mm. Dude, you don't, you don't understand. Pure like graft. from Yes, pure graft. From the morning to the evenings, sometimes till one, two sure. at night, waiting for, like some, I remember at one stage, we, we, uh, she was uploading videos to YouTube and it would take like three hours saying processing and then the upload sure. only starts and then she needs to wait till like two in the morning. But yeah. while that, she's waiting for that, she'll jump onto something else, but just hustling, hustling. And I was like, I could sit like that and work, but yes. I can't yes. because I need to, obviously my thing, the only thing I could do is, is songwriting, yeah. you know, in, my, yeah. in, in the time that I couldn't do proper shows, mm. but man, that's an, that's a podcast for yes. other days, writer's block. <laughs> uh, but anyway, anyway, so, so she actually built her business up uh, to, to where she's doing really, really well. Mm. And now I'm at a stage, I'm getting back on my feet now, yes. obviously after the, the last lockdown that we had. And things are really picking up for me right now. But now I'm kind of playing catch up. Mm. And um, and to me at this stage, it's it's actually a, a, a good thing. Yeah. A few months ago, I would have told you like, it's the shittest thing in the world to have a goal providing for you or out earning you yeah. or whatever, because you want to you be the man, you want to provide and everything. Yeah. But now to me, I know where I'm going to, I know what I'm working towards. Yeah. So me, me getting back onto my feet and kind of playing catch up is, is so motivating. So it's actually nice to have someone that's always pushing the boundaries and yeah. be uh, building, like she's building a business every single day yeah. and getting better and better and better and better. Yeah. And now I, d I don't want to get left behind. Sure. So it's kind of that motivating yes. each yes. other thing. So I love that. Yeah. But like you said, um, I think it's also easy for, for guys especially in a situation where the girl is out earning the guy yeah. um, to, to, to feel like, because a lot of guys don't always have the option to, to just like, we have our own businesses and stuff mm. and we can kind of do whatever we want to, to yeah. try and hustle more and make yeah. more and stuff. Some guys do have their, their um, jobs yeah. that they're passionate about and stuff. And they kind of obviously have to work hard and hard, harder and harder to become better. Yeah. But you kind of have to to wait it out, you know. If if yeah. if, if you're in this position for now, time. it takes time. You yeah. know, you can't just jump from this salary to this salary yeah. in a few months. Yeah. So, and I think I think in that case, um, 
yeah, you can feel very insecure um, because you like, so, so this girl's making all this money. I'm not really bringing anything to the table. I can't, can't, I can't just, uh, you know, treat her every day or pay for everything and make her feel like a queen because that's what we want to do. Sure. Yeah. And uh, then you start feeling insecure maybe mm. and you think like, what, what if she, what if she meets a guy, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and he's, he's out earning her and maybe she'll rather go for that. And we guys think about yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And, and what I've realized now is it's not about that at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, Michaela is an amazing woman and she yeah. can, she can, she doesn't have to be here. She, she, I needed to want to be here. Yeah. And that's the, that's what I realized yeah. over the past year. Like, um, if she wanted to leave, she could have done it a long time ago because I'm not making money or I'm not providing for, her, or I'm just, uh, you know, I don't have an income or whatever. And she's been sticking around through all of that. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I realized it's not about the money at all. Yeah. But back to the, 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 the other thing is mm -hmm. like, if, if you're the man and you have a girlfriend out earning you and she's like, she's cool with providing everything and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you're just going to sit back and, and be like, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, that is the wrong way to look at it. Still, even when times are tough and you're struggling to find work at the moment or whatever, still just try. Yeah. That's all they want to see. That's the character comes that, out. Yes. That, that, that's all they want to see. They, they, they don't want to hear, um, yo, baby, everything is just, uh, it's so crazy. And I can't find work and I'm just going to sit here and maybe one day things will work out. <laughs> they don't want to hear that. And they, you don't necessarily have to um, hit the jackpot and get, yeah. get the perfect job or get, you know, um, have the, um, what do I say? Have the, win the lotto or whatever. Yeah. They just want you to, to try. Yeah. And um, so it's not about the money at the yeah. end of the day. And I think for girls, um, so like I said, I'm still playing catch up. Yeah. And um, at least I'm at a point now where I can I started contributing, yeah. and we're, we're splitting a lot of costs, and um, which was not the case in the middle of COVID, yeah. and <clears throat> and that makes me feel it, it makes me feel great, obviously, um, just to to be able to contribute and stuff. Obviously, I'm not at the point where I'm just like, babe, you can just sit down, yeah. you don't have to do anything, and yeah. I'll just provide for you. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you also don't want that. Um, I yeah. think. It's, it's, it's lucky to have, for me, I love having a goal that's yeah. like, she'll never just sit down yeah. and say like, okay, 100%. cool. Let, yeah. Let's just chill. She will that always work. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's, it's so motivating. So yes, I think that's the thing, man. Um, like you said, it's character. Yeah. So a man's role in a relationship these days, it's not necessarily, um, always, <laughs> it's good to make money and sure. it's good to have a job, sure. do that, yeah. you know, yeah. but, um, I think it's, it's, it's about. It's about the character. It's about being supportive, being mm -hmm. there. I mean, um, wh whenever I'm not busy, either at shows or writing songs or whatever, I'm helping her with her yeah. business wherever I yeah. can. And I'm always like, um, you know, like supportive. I'm like, you can do it. Or yeah. if, if she needs to stay up late, I'll stay up late with her. You know, just being there, yeah. being supportive. Um, and and doing, doing stuff stuff um back to and not back to we haven't even talked about it but love languages yes. for instance yes. so um uh, doing the uh, i know a lot of girls um like michaela's main love language is acts of service yeah. and you can see it because she's always she loves helping yeah. people she loves she loves when she makes me food or whatever she loves doing that mm -hmm. but she also loves 
getting that back yes. because it's a lot of percent, yeah. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm obviously physical touch. Mm. So um, I'm just waiting for her to touch me all yeah. the time. <laughs> and then, uh, and then when I touch her, she's like, it's not really my yeah. vibe, you know? So, so, <laughs> so getting that, that balance. Um, but what I'm trying to say about the, the acts of service, even if that's not either of your, your love languages, mm. just being there and, yes. and doing things yes. and not like, man, I can tell you, I hate scooping up the dog poo. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> but, um, but, and I'm, the thing is, I know she'll do it. Yeah. I know she'll do it. And I know if it gets to that point where I'm just, just leaving it or whatever, she'll go yeah. do it and I'll feel shit, so yeah. shit about it. But, um, but just doing the things that, that, you know, she will do like, that's the other thing. So Michaela's very independent. Yeah. She's like this very independent woman. Yeah. Um, that she can do anything for herself yeah. but the cool thing and and sometimes i think in a relationship like that some males will think like well she can do everything herself so, so she must she, so she <laughs> must so yeah. but when you start when you start treating that independent woman like a queen yeah. and and carrying her on your hands and um you, like i know she can easily make herself breakfast for yeah. but those mornings where um, she comes down the stairs yeah. and I'm already making breakfast, yeah. you know, that means so much yeah. to her. just to see like this guy's actually just, you know, mm. doing something. Mm. And, um, so that, that's a, that's a big thing. I think for yeah. me, it's just, just, I don't, I don't think there's specific, obviously, oh, we, we spoke about this whole blueprint, like what yeah. a man should be and everything, but I think times have changed. 100%. So much. I think at the 100%. end of the day, it's just, do what you can do and do it to the best of your yeah. ability and um, be the best version of yourself that you can be um, not for her, for yourself, but that will, you will then turn into the best man for her at yeah, the end we'll of the add day. To it, yeah. yeah. So I think it's not about the money, but it's about, and obviously then the loyalty and trust mm. and honesty. I think mm. honesty is the biggest thing. Mm. Um, yeah. That's maybe, that's maybe why she's still around. We're very, 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 very honest. Yeah. Um, like, and that's what, what I love about her. And I think that's something she loves about me. Like we would never, ever, ever lie to each other yeah. about anything. And um, that's a big thing for girls. And the, just yeah. the loyalty trust. thing, trust, because yeah. obviously I'm, I'm away all the time yeah. on the road doing yeah. shows. And um, sometimes we won't even talk to each other for like a, huge uh, period of time mm. like i'll be in sun city of mm. all places mm. and she'll be at home alone and then i'll be doing a show she'll be working but we're both busy yeah but it's not like checking in with yeah. each other the whole time yeah. and stuff and we're yeah. still independent selves yeah like sometimes she'll be she'll be off to gym i'll be busy or whatever and she's like usually we go to gym together yeah and she'll just be like um today she's going by herself and I'll be like, okay, bye. And then she comes back home and I'm like, okay, hi. You know, it's Pick not like, you, you know, where, where, um, I mean, we've all been, I don't know, I can't speak for everyone, but I think a lot of people have been in relationships where it's like, you've gone for five minutes and in that five minutes, your girlfriend or your boyfriend messaged you like 15 yes. times to, yes. and then maybe they'll have an excuse. Like, I just want to know that you're safe and yeah. stuff, but they're just checking up, yeah, and, yeah. you know? And <laughs> so, so, so we don't have any of that. And, and I think that that's a great thing. Um, so it all comes down to trust, loyalty, honesty, mm. character, mm. cool thing about character. And, um, I've been thinking about it for the past few days is I heard it once somewhere that 
character is what you are when no one's looking mm. you know mm. um sure. uh, let me just 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 uh take an example like something stupid like okay i have a wee now and the garden's right here so yeah. i can there's no one here no one's going to see me yeah. but you're, you're standing right here and you have the choice the toilet is right yeah. here so are you going to go we in the garden yeah. just because it's right there or are you going to do you know are you going to use the toilet it's, yeah. it's something stupid like yeah. that but at the end of the day it's small stuff like that or or if you if you <laughs> if i break a glass now mm. i can just quit in the dustbin she won't no she won't notice yeah. no one know. Yeah. But character is that thing where I'll just be like, as soon as she comes home, like, babe, I broke yeah. glass. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that kind of stuck with me is, is character is what you are when no one's looking. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's deep. Uh, yeah, because obviously that spills out into the rest of your life and when exactly. people are actually around. Exactly. It's like, um, you know, how would you act on certain things and stuff? Yeah. And uh, just always having character and mm -hmm. integrity. Mm -hmm is is a big thing mm. yeah that's awesome and i think like again my takeaway from that is we live in a very superficial kind of world where it is all about how much you earn and it is all about driving the best car and having the best clothes and wearing the most brand names um but as a man that's not like what we're called to be like yeah. we're not better than our female counterparts and vice versa exactly like everybody's a human being at the base level and your character as a man is the most important thing. Like you say, it's the same with gymming. The hard work is done in the gym when no one's looking. Yeah. Like in terms of business, the hard work is done waking up an hour before everyone's woken up. No one can see that you're awake. No one knows that you're awake, exactly. but you're putting in an hour extra than everyone else. Yeah. And that goes, that kind of overflows into, in my opinion, being a man, it's mm -hmm. how do you treat your female counterpart or whatever relationship you're in behind closed doors yeah like are you a gentleman only when you go out you know what i'm saying such or a good point. when the car's parked in the garage and you and your girlfriend or wife or whatever are going to the shops do you open your door for it mm -hmm. like it's not being a walkover it's yeah. not being a pushover it's not being submissive like it's just being a good human being yeah you know like being a man is no more than being a good human being yeah because that's what you are you know? So true. It's so funny that you actually say that because when I think about it, you, you'll always see these guys, like you said, opening the car door and stuff. And I mean, I always do it when we're out, but I do it at home too. But like, how many of those guys actually, when when they get home, there's no one watching. Yeah. It's like, well, okay, you know, or um, just just carrying carrying the groceries inside mm -hmm. without her asking. Mm -hmm. You know, um, even though we know she can do it by herself yeah. or she can help you or whatever. But yeah. It's, it's so true because we see these things on social media. Man. Yeah. yeah, that's a podcast for its own. Sure. You know? it's like, so, so that's the big thing because we, we see uh, what, we, what we think this is what it should be like. Mm. This is what a, what a guy should look like. This is what he should mm. drive. Mm. This is what he should do. Mm. And um, we compare ourselves so much. Yeah. Um, even I think a, a lot of us say, no, we don't. And, um, but we all do. There's a, I think we, we all um it, it's i think it's the way you interpret it like yeah. when you look at so i look at social media yeah. and then i see stuff i see a guy with a nice car yeah. and i'm like that's pretty cool mm. and and I, I would like to have a car like that yeah. but i'm not going to be sad that i don't have that yeah. car yeah. but maybe that's something to work towards you know and let those things motivate you yeah. but don't don't uh try and 
and change everything and kind of fake it. Yeah. And, and like you said, when, what are you in public and what are you at home? Yeah. And, and that's the character thing. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Very cool. Speaking of your, your character, thank you so much for agreeing to sit down and have this chat with me. I definitely learned a lot and you are an inspiration to so many people. And I hope this can help inspire so many people. Uh, very quickly, where can we find your music? Where can we find your social media? A little, a little plug. <laughs> cool, lekker. Um, yeah, thanks so much, Josh. It was such a such a vibe. I'd love to do this again in the future, Definitely. and uh, we'll we'll talk about about brying or dogs <laughs> or whatever we need to talk about. Um, if if you guys have anything, just yeah, yeah. Uh, hit Josh up and tell him what you guys want to. Yeah, we'll pop a question thing. I think it'll be on Spotify. Yeah. So if you guys do have any questions. Yeah. pop that there no man i love what you're doing with this podcast it's awesome, awesome. and uh, all the best for that anyway so where can you find my stuff my music is everything's online now we don't really print cds yeah. anymore yeah. i mean uh, i bought my car in 2016 yes. and it didn't even take cds at that yes. stage so <laughs> everything's online um youtube spotify apple music itunes um these are all of the online platforms so you can just search for vickers botma uh botma is without the h yes yeah that's the important one and vickers is very afrikaans w-i-k-u-s <laughs> um <laughs> so you can go check that out and um yeah give the music a listen i'm Definitely. also on 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 instagram is i think my most used social platform awesome. where I, I communicate with people and yeah. just have lack of chats and stuff so if you have any questions yeah. and stuff you Let's can start just, a conversation uh, yeah i believe that'd be great so yeah you can check check it out there awesome thanks once again it was yeah, awesome. thank you i appreciate you i'm grateful for this and yeah guys all the links to to everything vickers will be on my instagram as well so go check that out and yeah i think bringing this to a close um guys let's not get caught up in what our our parents or our dads kind of role as men's were or even before them don't get caught up in having to out earn your spouse or your partner or whoever you're involved with support as many people as you can be as vulnerable with as many people as you can and let's speak about these issues like i know vickers and i both we're open to any kind of questions that any of you guys might have obviously we don't have all the answers but we're busy figuring it out you know as men in 2022 we're facing things that are so different to what our fathers kind of faced and that's okay there's no reason why you need to have it all together um and i think yeah coming back to our partners they're both doing so well online and it's so awesome for us both to be in the supportive role right now because that's the season that we're in it's not always going to be that way the roles are going to be reversed at some point you know but the effort that we're putting in now is going to come back to us because that's the team that we are building with our partners exactly. do you know what i'm saying so yeah guys let's just do our best be kind be kind to everyone support as many people as you can and uh, yeah let's keep figuring it out <laughs>